There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Rashad McCants, Wally Zerbiak, Joey Devine, Troy Hudson, Isaiah J.R. Ryder, Sean Keen, Trenton Hassel. Tom Gugliotta, special guest, Zach Harper, musical guest, The Replacements, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hey there, Round Ball Rockers, it's me, your host, Joey Devine. Let me get these catchphrases out of the way. Hi, it's Lit Fam. All right, guys, we have a very good show today. First off, Sean Keen is here. Sean, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going? You know what I like about our catchphrases for Roundball Rock? It's what? that it comes from one user's comment about it and saying yeah. that your catchphrase was um, hi. Mm-hmm. But it also said that Dave's catchphrase was under baby. And I think he maybe said that once more. And you have had to say. It's Lit Fam and Hi for like 42 consecutive yeah. episodes. I, I tried not saying them, but then Dave kept making me. Right. Uh, and now Dave is only on like a third of the time, and I still have to do it. And it yeah. makes me crazy. What was the, the over-under on Dave appearances this summer? Because it went under, baby. <laughs> Zach Harper's here. Zach, how are you doing? I am great. I've had a productive morning, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I, I'm just living the dream right now. Um, well, 
we're living the dream here at Round Ball Rock because we actually have a news announcement to make. Guys, we are going officially bi-weekly starting this week, I guess. Uh, every We're going to be up on Wednesdays and Fridays, so no more random Round Ball Rocks for you. You can be ready. Set those schedules. That'll be good because we do announce a lot of emergency podcasts, right, which is... Probably like I would say like ten percent of our podcasts are emergency podcasts, but they're on the exact same schedule as every podcast. So yes, uh, Zach, you have a podcast. That's I've, specifically why you're on, right? I uh, you're right. <laughs> um, this is this is what we call uh, a uh, a marketing tour. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, a junket. A junket, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I'm just we're doing at- the one podcast, so it's a one podcast <laughs> junket right now. Yeah, we're actually we're on Skype, but we're sitting in the same hotel room. Correct, in uh, front of a poster for your podcast that right. your PR person has set up. Yeah, we have uh, seven seconds left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they used a Blade Runner poster, but because that has nothing to do with my podcast. But that's. Uh, um, I've got a, I've got a, someone really messed up because I have a live show at the Hollywood Improv on Tuesday, August 8th. And, uh, uh, I'm a basketball writer. I don't think that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> I don't think I should be on stage. Uh, now that it, now that it's coming together, um, it, it seems like a real mistake. Yeah. I've been doing stand up for 10 years and I've done the improv once, Zach. <laughs> this is. This is technically my second time on at the improv on stage because I got to go, um, I got to go for a live show for the the TBA podcast for the ESPN, uh, an unsanctioned live show by the way, uh, uh, a little while back, and it was a great time. And so we decided, hey, you know that small room that I could maybe fill? Uh, what if we made it the bigger room that there's no chance I fill? <laughs> maybe we should do that. Well, you can fill it because. The Round Ball Rock What the Fuckers are all going to show up. Uh, the Round Ball Rocketeers, I believe they're called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to warn your, your Round Ball Rocketeer listeners, uh, this, isn't about, uh, this isn't about basketball, this live show. Uh, it's, it's me and some friends um, who, unfortunately, I can't announce at this time. But, but they're TBA, right? Oh, they are to be announced. Or yeah, short also TBA. TBA. Yeah. Um, there's a. We're gonna watch Supermarket Sweep and and break it down like it's a sport and really just make fun of it the whole time. Uh, but we're gonna talk a lot about Supermarket Sweep. Don't worry, Zach. Our listeners came through with some Supermarket Sweep questions for you. Okay, but first, it's my only expertise. Even though there's been very few NBA news, we still have to talk about the news that there's been. Robot, please play the news drop. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Allen Iverson got a one-game suspension for not showing up to the big three, you guys. Um, this time... Wouldn't, wouldn't it be... A better punishment if they made him go to Kentucky? I would yeah. think so, yeah. <laughs> because the, the problem was that he didn't show up last week, and then the week before he had a very questionable doctor's note 
saying he could not play in his in Philadelphia. Um, I believe that note was from like Doctor Four Twenty or somebody else that's advertised <laughs> on the LA Billboard. Uh, and yeah, he. I don't think he was going to come if they hadn't suspended him anyway. I I have a feeling this is kind of a mutual face saving move. Like I think he'll. I think there's a decent chance he's there in Los Angeles in uh, a week and a half. But that's going to be it. There's yeah, no but he's, he's not going to he's not going to be at the big 3 event. He'll just be in LA. Yeah, just 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 at a casino, maybe uh I don't know where Allen Iverson would hang out in Los Angeles because I'm uh, not that cool. <laughs> well, LA Live is uh Southern California's premier entertainment destination. Oh, so I've probably have like a Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> he might be at Katsuya. I believe Ooh. there's a Katsuya by Shark there. Uh-huh. There's a Yard House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a carving board, I believe, by Lawrie's. I ate a. I ate. Um... I ate at a yard house, or I ate at that yard house uh, a couple of months ago, and ordered like it was like here, get a volcano taco or something like that. I was like, oh, cool! I like spicy. I like tacos. Like that'll mm-hmm. be good. And instead of a tortilla, it was it was a tortilla made out of uh, fried cheese. What? No, it was nothing. But it was like fried cheese. There was no actual like flour or corn tortilla part of it. It is just like fried cheese made into the shape of a taco tortilla. Of a hard shell taco tortilla, which was good for like three bites, and then it's like, wow, this is a lot of fried cheese. Yeah, and you are you are coming from you have lived in Minneapolis. Yeah, where so... I mean, they like some they like some bad free food. <laughs> so if someone who lived in Minneapolis can't handle all that fried cheese, it might be time to change your menu. Yard House. Um. So here's my question about the Allen Iverson suspension thing. Uh, Ice Cube suspended him, correct? He did. Right. It was a one-gamer, yeah. What was that conversation like? Well, I'll give you one. Uh, specifically, it went straight to voicemail. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a real key. Um I have a feeling it was like a very formal announcement from the big three and on Ice Cube's side, and Allen Iverson like texted back nine hours later, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Or just something like, I got you. Yeah. Oh, man, it is going to be great. Rajon Rondo will be there in Kentucky. That's the big... uh... Oh, boy. Ooh. It's, uh, <laughs> but mainly, I mean, I think they've been doing pretty well attendance-wise. Like, I think they had, like, 15,000 people in Chicago, which... That's insane. Yeah. And they've had more than that other places. But um, given that the Big Three's Twitter right now is them, like, retweeting Michael Rappaport offering, to give, offering free tickets for fans, I think they may have overstated the... Uh, Market for three on three basketball at Rupp Arena in. Do August. they have, do they have any? I'm sure they have some, but like like the way to sell that is we have Kentucky players. Remember that right. that big blue nation you love so much. Yeah. Like come watch uh-huh. a bunch of them. Like you got like Al and, and Mahmoud Abdul Roof, who I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's not the most 
um, highly sought after NBA star in Kentucky. Yeah, uh, I, I would say that's probably fair. <laughs> I guess Kenyon Martin it went to Cincinnati, which is not it's pretty close. That, yeah, that's close, but. That's I. I mean, they're they're hyping up that Ray John Rondo is going to be in the crowd. <laughs> Granted, he could be the best player in the Big Three next year. Uh, also, like I maybe don't disparage Michael Rappaport here because uh, he is their sideline reporter. He I, he'll be eligible for a sports Emmy. Oh yeah. no 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 we you know, we're we're very pro Rappaport. It's at just the Big Three <laughs> draft. Yeah. <laughs> Sean and I somehow not we are not press. Uh, we are stand-up comedians. Somehow finagled our way into press passes for the Big Three draft. I assume this was so. this was you know just something a big expose for the Everything Report that was they just researched for that. <laughs> just a big switcheroo for the end. Yeah, Sean, how many Big Three columns have you are you writing a week now? I was writing two a week. Now I'm down to one a week. <laughs> Next week I'll have, I guess in, I'll have a column about um, attending the L.A. games in Week Eight, which mm-hmm. I hope the playoff picture is still in doubt at that point. I would hate to see these big three <laughs> teams resting their starters in Week Eight. It might happen. Trilogy's already clinched. Oh, trilogies! Oh my God! What a force! <laughs> I mean, break up the super teams. I say. I have to say that. Um, while Trilogy is very impressive, I think it's unfair that Rashard McCants gets to dominate an over-35 basketball league. Considering Be- he's 32? Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the big advantages that Trilogy has. And I just went, I just went to the Big 3 website, and the, no kidding, the first, the first thing, the first big news like headline on here is... Kenyon comes home. That is his <laughs> yeah. It's a picture of him dunking. Rashad McCants looks highly confused, despite his teammate having dunked. And it says Kenyon comes home in big, bold letters. Yeah, Kenyon Martin, who will be playing, I believe, his fourth game of the season in uh, next week. I mean, he got hurt. He got hurt. I'm not, I'm not hating. He's right. been there. Um. Yeah, they basically James Flight White and Rashard McCants are thirty-one years old and thirty-four years old, I believe, and they are dominating. Seeing, seeing as you're our big three expert here, Sean, did Allen Iverson show up to practice and then miss the game this week? My theory is that he was complaining to Ice Cube or an Ice Cube associate about practice, and he said, "Are we talking about practice?" And then the guy was like. No, we we are talking about the game, Alan. And then Alan said, <laughs> "Yeah, I won't be attending the game either." <laughs> yeah, I'm out on that too. <laughs> Not a game. I won't be going. All right. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's anyway, trilogy's unstoppable. There's still a chance that Stack Jack and Chauncey Billups can make the the playoffs. The the oh, team I mean, we loved coming out of the draft. It's a lot of turmoil. No. Oh, it's my... a lot of turmoil because I mean, Stephen Jackson, and Charles Oakley are arguing. Constantly, yeah, uh, that yeah, that is that video was crazy. Uh, that I that the big three posted of their coach and player fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, can I uh, can I throw something out here? A prediction? Yeah, always. The Ghost Ballers are winning the championship. 
Well, oh, with Ricky Davis Mr. and Ricky Mike Davis. Bibby. Yeah. They're three and three right now. I feel great about their odds of of you know being solidly in in the playoff picture. I don't know what the playoff picture is. I don't know if they're taking the top four teams. I don't know if all eight teams get to go. Uh, it feels weird that you would not include all eight teams like that. Because it's already a natural. Uh, it's it's top four, but it's um it's the last two weeks of the season. So the. Uh, so what I love about this is Trilogy, who probably will be undefeated going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They get the Ghost Ballers in the first round. That's when the <gasps> Ghost Ballers want them. It's, the Ghost Ballers are going to take them down that night. They are really fun to watch because uh, they they are in every game. Every game is close. Yeah. And Ricky Davis is – I was so – weirded out the fir- the second week of the season because he took like five shots only. Yeah. And he's just laying in wait. Like this is this is Ricky's league. I've said it a lot, but <laughs> just like a guy where where you should be shooting four pointers, like it's such a huge advantage to have a guy who can get shots off. And uh Mike Bibby just wants I think Mike Bibby's easily leading the league in assists, and it's it's a perfect he, storm. He is. He's leading the league in assists and four point field goals. So the the Ghost Ballers, by the way, are an eleven. They have eleven to two odds. Did you did you know that Stephen Jackson is wearing sunglasses in his player profile picture? It's on- it's truly incredible. <laughs> also, for some reason, his jersey says Stack Jack, but there's no C's. Right. Was that the correct spelling of Stack Jack all along, and I just didn't realize I mean, it? I it's it's possible. Uh, but yeah, the 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 team that I'm I'm sort of the most obsessed with is the Ball Hogs, just because Rick Barry does not know how to calibrate his um, desire to win with being at uh, an exhibition. He's just mm-hmm. he's just so unhappy about everything and the, the <laughs> I, way he acted at the draft was insane. Uh at one point Zach he he picked his last pick and then said to Michael Rappaport, "All right, I got a plane to catch" and picked up suitcases and left and the draft was not over. <laughs> And he was he was kind of sparring with Rappaport at first, and was like, "Oh, Rick Barry's got a good sense of humor." And then Rick Barry got a small amount of positive response from the crowd, and by the and by the rest of it was just outright mean. Yeah, like it was amazing. Like Rappaport would Barry. say something, and Rick Barry's response was like, "Well, you're not an athlete, and you're in terrible shape." Like, like <laughs> typical yeah. Rick Barry zinger. <laughs> Did you did you also know that uh, tied for the league lead in steals per game, Chauncey Billups, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, and Allen Iverson? Wow. That's that's oh, oh. I don't know if like paychecks counts as, as steals in this category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what those guys have in common is missing a lot of games. Yeah, they've all played in like one game, right? right. <laughs> Chauncey, like, it made sense when he wasn't there when he was pursuing the GM job. And then there was a week when he just also wasn't there. And um, I think Steven Jackson is, like, 
he's playing like a Thibodeau level of big three minutes because of the lack of depth on their team. He's I think he's played like twenty more minutes than anyone else. Yeah, you got to. I mean, you got to you got to lay it all out there. Um, they have a metric ses- or a metric section of their of, uh, <laughs> of their website. Uh, Coutinho Mobley is leading the the league in usage rate at thirty four percent. That absolutely um, makes sense when you watch the games. He is he is right, like in like, full YMCA hero mode. Uh, Trilogy has number two and number three in usage rate uh, with Al Harrington and Rashad McCants. It's like, well, there are three guys on the floor. If anything, <laughs> yeah, like, should well, everyone basically be around thirty percent? Well, actually, the the reason their usage rate is so high is that because they blow teams out and it's a game to fifty. Sometimes Trilogy will play a game and it's like 14 minutes long. Right. <laughs> so you don't even have, <laughs> like, like poor, they they always play Dion Glover in every game. Like, they don't sit him out entirely, but, uh, yeah, yeah they, they need their bench less than any other team. James White is, is, leader, is the leader in plus minus at plus 64. Uh-huh. Um, That's pretty net high rate, the best net rating i mean they have a net rating on here rashad mccants is a is a plus 116.3 for net rating um this is i mean this is my favorite thing today and the, their box scores are so in-depth but like compared to nba box scores these are way better especially because um <laughs> you know how free throws work in the big three right zach right so if you get fouled shooting a three you just take one three-pointer take a three-point shot yeah right. <laughs> and the same thing for a two so they get down to like your your f well they'll they'll you can see teams based on their ft2 percentage ft3 percentage wow. i don't know if anyone's taken a four-point free throw i don't think they have but man i mean i mean i that's the, that's the one where i just see Somebody like Jamal Crawford has got to be looking at this. And um, given that Mahmoud Abdul Rauf is a legit top 10 player in the league at 48, 48 years old, but he just, uh, he don't, he doesn't miss. Jamal Crawford is going to be the Michael Jordan of the big three. Like there's like, he is going to dominate in a way we have never seen and probably <laughs> will never see for the rest of time. Um. All right, let's move on, guys. This is a lot of time. We just talked for about I, I was, three for twenty six minutes. <laughs> I was under the impression that this was a big three podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I've stealthily been trying to do because I feel like there's not going to be a lot of people in that space come September when the big three is over for nine months. So I'm just going to have my ear to the ground. I want to be the shams of the big three. Sure. I used to say I wanted to be the Woge, but I, I don't want to be, I don't no, want to be too full of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a lot to they, learn like shams. They track free throw points, which is also known as made free throws. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe well, Dumars the... is an agent now, you guys. <laughs> Oh, can what? I say one more thing about the box scores, by the way? Yes. Yeah. They get fancier every week. Because the first week, it like the press release came out, and the site was weird, and it kind of just had people's points. Now, you scroll so far on these things. There are charts. Uh, there's, a, there's a game log. You can look at people's shot charts. I just... 
I don't I don't know who's doing this. I mean, obviously, Ice Cube. It's Ice Cube, right? Just crunching oh, yeah. numbers. Ice Cube is sitting at home right now. Oh, in- Ice Cube was the guy in NWA who was like, "All right, guys, I'm gonna write out this fantasy baseball uh, <laughs> league for us and like keep track of the stats and everything." Like that's yeah. right up Ice Cube's alley. <laughs> so funny. All right, new story, guys. Speaking very old. Uh, Joe Dumars is an agent now. Do, does which, he have any? Does he have any clients? Uh, well, he has two phones. We know that for <laughs> he does. So I think that's your first, that's that just makes you an agent, right? When you have two phones, you just become an agent immediately. I I I'm trying to fit like if you're if you're a GM. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're negotiating with one of his clients. You have to feel like you're in a good position. Well, Sean had a very good note here about Joe Dumars, which he was amazing at overpaying players. So it does make sense to just switch sides. Oh, right. okay. So it, <laughs> to me, it reminded me of Frank Abagnale Jr., the guy from Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> Because he was like he was such a scam artist and good at uh, stealing money and stuff, and then he just switched teams and started working for the FBI. And I wonder if that's like the Dumars thing is that he's actually the way I the way I like to imagine it. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but it's kind of like the show Hannibal when um, you know Will can get into the mind of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And so he, before these negotiations, he, like, sits down and he gets into the mind of a bad GM, and he can, like, visualize Billy King's oh, office, yeah. you know, and he's like, oh, okay, if I were if I were Danny Ferry, what would I be doing right now? And then he goes into the negotiation, and he can tell what to ask for, you know. Well, he, he does know what Danny Ferry's doing right now, which is saying... Uh, Codedly racist things about players, right? And write them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm now on, I'm on Sean's side because um, I gotta think like as like there's gotta be a situation where negotiations have kind of you know become a little stale and no one's really budging and there's gotta be a point where he's just like. Guys, I gave Charlie Villanueva of forty-eight million dollars. Like, we're not getting out of here for under ninety-six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. When he when they ask him to back up the Brinks truck, he's like, "Great, I've driven many Brinks trucks before to uh, Ben right. Gordon's house, <laughs> to Jason Maxiel's house. Uh, I'll call my friend at Brinks." Um, clearly, the next step here though, is B.J. Armstrong has to become a GM, right? I think so. When you trade, when you trade one, you have to trade one for one. I would like a negotiation between the two of them. <laughs> I'd pay $500 to watch that. <laughs> Some for, someone like, for someone like, like, I would put them in a time machine and have them on opposite sides, like, negotiating, like, something for, like, Mike Dunleavy. Like, something along those lines, like, just to see what happens. Mike Dunleavy is now the highest paid player on the Charlotte Hornets. 
All right, uh, we can move on from that, I think. Uh, the one last news story I have, you guys, is Tim Duncan now does Muay Thai. Muay Thai? Mai Thai? Muay Thai? Muay Thai. Well, he might drink Mai Thais, but I think it's Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, what do you think Tim Duncan's alcoholic beverage is if it's not a beer? Oh, it's a Zima. It's a... <laughs> okay. That's... I agree. I think, I think he likes things that are not uh, super flavorful. I would say. So he's probably like, do you think he drinks white wine? Oh, yeah. Like a Pinot Grige? Yeah, and like... <laughs> with, it, a, with a single ice cube. Right. And if he goes... That to, is suspended yeah. Allen Iverson. <laughs> I think he probably drinks old fashions occasionally. Um, he just, but he just calls them fashions? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I have a theory about why Tim Duncan is doing uh, Muay Thai, you guys. I think, you know those real superheroes that are, like, aren't real superheroes, where it's like just a crazy person in Seattle walking around in like football pads? Like, oh, I thought you meant like abs. Aquaman. Oh, no. <laughs> Tim Duncan is training to become San Antonio's real superhero. Oh, I'm into this. He, he does love the Punisher. He loves the Punisher. He has like he already has like a souped-up car. I think Tim. I think we're headed to a point where Tim Duncan is just walking down the river walk, in like, uh, in like armor and a pa- and with a paintball gun, just like helping people. I like the idea. I like the idea of him having paint guns. Uh, yeah. One is like he marks people as good, and he marks people as yeah, in trouble. <laughs> What would Tim Duncan's superhero name be, though? Oh, God. I mean, he well, I think he would make up a name for himself, and then the press would immediately start using a different one. So it would be something like, The Crime Wizard! Or... <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then after he like breaks up, it, it's like because it's it's San Antonio, it's the Riverwalk. I feel like it's probably pretty tame. So after like the fifth time he breaks up a teenager's party with like a noise complaint, they're just gonna start calling him the Big No Fundamental. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, I was on the Riverwalk one time with uh, Amin Al Hassan and Jade Hoy of ESPN fame. Uh, just uh, we're looking for something to do during the. I think the 2014 finals and uh and we went into this just a nightmare of a slash club slash you know family restaurant <laughs> and uh and their big push for us we were like all right what's something we should drink like you know what should we get and their suggestion was a vodka shot that tastes like gummy bears mm. and so we tried it and it tasted alarmingly like a gummy bear um but at the same time like, you could kind of feel, like, I wouldn't say my soul was escaping my body, but there was definitely, like, there was definitely, like, a poster. With it. Like, I mean, it was in the process of, like, all right, I need to get out of here. Uh, that's amazing. All right, um, let's move on. I'm proud of Tim Duncan. Uh, one last thing, news-wise, before we start talking about Run It Back, August 8th at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, hey, what, Howard- a, what, a, what a great idea. All right. Howard Bryant uh, from ESPN was doing an amazing thing last night that blew my mind where he was just tweeting out 
athletes' political contributions. Uh, and there were a couple of them that just blew my absolute mind here. Uh, like, did you guys know Jim Paxson gave $5,000 to Carly Fiorina for president? Oh, oh my God. Wow. You know, was that through him as an individual, or did he funnel it through a gar pack? <laughs> Wait, so, uh, wait, so, wait, did he, he supported Carly Fiorina's presidential bid? Yes. Can we, do you know if he supported her vice presidential campaign? I don't, Remember that, that I when don't. she was a VP candidate for three days? And then Ted Cruz do, dropped out of the race? <laughs> I do think, I've got to say, uh, the fact that he gave Carly Fiorina so much money is a good sign for Cristiano Felicio, because... <laughs> Name-wise, pretty close. <laughs> I mean, Cristiano Felicio did get a lot of money this offseason, so it makes sense. In, in, into the future, he's just going to keep giving that guy money. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who put Rayshon Rondo and Michael Carter-Williams on the same team last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also like, he sees Carly Fiorina at the head of multiple businesses that just get run into the ground, and he's like, no executive should ever be fired for that. <laughs> Uh, another interesting one, uh, Daryl Morey gave $750 to the Mitt Romney-Paul Ryan campaign, but in three $250 installments. That's... Um... <laughs> I have a theory about that, but go ahead, Zach. Well, I mean... That... It's not the most efficient thing for someone who's big on metrics. Like, writing three $250 checks seems wildly inefficient. Uh, my thought was that he actually designed it as a poison pill political contribution to Obama and Biden, and they declined to match. So he was <laughs> he was struck with this awkward pay structure. And... Uh, Probably he has, like, a trade kicker on the bumper stickers and stuff. He did get a, prote a protected first from Mitt Romney, so that's a, that's Yeah. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can still catch that in. Uh, that third check, unguaranteed, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite one is Charles Barkley gave money to John Edwards in 2004 and then never gave money to another political candidate ever again. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say he keeps giving money to John Edwards. <laughs> I just like the idea that Charles Barkley was so, he was so into John Edwards, he gave him money, and then so destroyed, he's never believe, believed in a political candidate ever My again. My heart's been broken before, I can't <laughs> risk it. Yeah. Because he's got to be invited to political fundraisers all the time. <laughs> And he's just going for the free food. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I, I would do the exact same thing. Uh, and finally, this this last one. What if, that, what, if that, what if giving to John Edwards was the idea for his, like, let's let's have a TV show where I talk race. Yeah, I know. Or, like, I talk race relations. <laughs> well, you know what happened, actually? He saw that video of Obama when he was with the troops and he was, like, sinking threes. And Charles Barkley's like, a jump shooting candidate can't win in November, <laughs> so we can't do it. Uh, my favorite one of these that came out, and it, like, to me, it really, everything 
made sense in the world when I saw this. Uh, and that's Mike D'Antoni gave $2,500 to Bernie Sanders, you guys. Yeah, I mean, if any NBA coach was going to be a Bernie bro specifically, <laughs> like like Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich seem extremely woke, but I also feel like their their energy is like, no, 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 you need you need a two party system. Like the system <laughs> is extremely important. You got to run a two party system. No candidate's bigger than the system. Uh, and Stan Van Gundy seems like he has the right amount of anger, but I really think he'd he'd like make a hard right into Gary Johnson at some yeah. point. Like, just... <laughs> Although I do think he might dress at the same place as Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, I I just think Mike D'Antoni was like, yeah, you know what? I believe that the world needs uh universal health care and they need it in seven seconds or less <laughs> i gotta be honest i i can't stop thinking about the idea of like michael rapaport having to ask steven jackson about advanced metrics after a loss <laughs> i know i know we're in conversation but that's all i can think about right now <laughs> yo steve yo steven your efficiency was up this game what's going on <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, oh man, I just, I just started imagining like a big three version of Moneyball, <laughs> where they're just going through the, the the draft and they're putting Iverson stickers on guys that they think might be a problem. I mean, to be fair, someone did. The, we were at the big three draft and someone did draft Michael Sweetney, so they were not selling jeans here. I mean, they're not even. <laughs> Jamal Crawford is like the lead, the all-time leader in four-point makes or four-point plays, right? Like he is going yeah. to dominate this league. Yeah, because he could. I, th- yeah, it, I mean, he'll get some five-point plays. Like the four-point line is very far out. No one is ever closely guarded at it, and yet I think he's going to be able to draw contact on one of those twice a game. I feel like anyone that's decent at arguing could find a loophole in the rules where, like, you get fouled on a four-point shot, you make the four-point shot, and then you get to shoot the four-point free throw for an eight-point play. This can't be that hard to do. <laughs> There's uh, no way that rule book is, like, locked down, right? Uh, somebody, Shane Battier should get in, and because he, he'd be the analytics big Oh, yeah, he'd be the Haverstro. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. Zach, let's do it right now. Let's talk about the show. You've got a show. It's called the Run It Back Show, correct? Correct. What is gonna what is this show gonna entail? Okay. Um the first episode is going to be Supermarket Sweep. So I've uh I've selected one of the hundreds of YouTube videos that have full episodes of Supermarket Sweep. Some of them include commercials. It's a great rabbit hole to fall down on YouTube. Uh, and me and my me and some friends uh, are going to break this down like it's sports. We're going to have analysis of what's going on in the supermarket. We're going to have a history of Supermarket Sweep, um, rule breakdown, strategy breakdown. We'll have analytics. Like it's like we're <laughs> we're going to break down Supermarket Sweep like no one has ever done it before. 
Will the analytics be as in-depth as the big three? I can't promise that. I really can't. <laughs> I mean, we're still crafting the show. I've got, you know, five days to live up to the metric system of the big three website. But, I, you know, I feel confident. All right. Uh, what time is this show at? This is going to be at 10 p.m. on Tuesday night. So oh. it's going to be very easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh, you know, you have to, if it's an 8 o'clock show, you'd have to leave, what, at, like, 3.30 or something like that. <laughs> but now, like, traffic permitting, it should be fine. Um, but, yeah, the Hollywood Improv, August 8th, 10 p.m. Uh, tickets are on sale on the Improv website. And, uh, and I, well, actually, i got to figure out how, but we're going to give away a few tickets this week, too. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a really nice room. And um, just as somebody... It's big. Who, it's a big room. Yeah. Uh, as somebody <laughs> who... As somebody who uh, it's it's so much better to I I actually really like the later shows better there um, for whatever reason I think the audiences are better possibly because uh, they were able to park somewhere and not right. uh, the <laughs> there's back not of an a furniture store a Fred Siegel <laughs> next door. Um, so uh, so Jade Hoy is gonna is gonna produce it. He'll be uh, on stage running the video and everything, um, and he. Uh, he suggested a couple of days ago that I do a monologue for you, a couple of minutes. You to start absolutely off the show. should do a monologue. To start well, here's the, show. the problem. Here's the problem with that. Uh, again, I'm a basketball writer, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be. Uh, I I just feel like I feel like throwing their, me out there and and asking me to come up with with uh, with like good jokes is going to be <laughs> it's going to be an issue. So I really don't think there's a downside here because I'm not. Uh, like best case scenario, we kill it, right? Like the show is a huge success and it's fun and everyone loves it and it's supermarket sweep. How could you not have fun? And next, you know, the next time we do press your luck or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, have, we'll have a lot of game shows to choose from and a lot of fun. Worst case scenario, I'm just a disaster, and and we can make and I'm happy with people making fun of me. Yeah, like there will be laughs no matter what. It's gonna be great. Uh... So, quest- I've got some supermarket sweep questions for you. I've got answers. Uh, so, you're like an, a supermarket sweep expert now, right? Oh, God. I've been training for this since 1990. Um, why don't people only grab those hams? Well, okay. You can, only grab, grab, or you can only grab five of each item. Okay. So, you couldn't just grab all the hams. You can only do five. And so, you- five hams, five turkeys. Is that how you win? That's how, well. That's that's a I good mean, that's, start. That's a good start. Yeah. Um, you want to go for now? I'm under the impression there is a hundred dollar bonus if you grind coffee beans. Yes. Uh, some people will do this while trying to get stuff off the shelf that's nearby. It's not mm-hmm. typically big, you know, big money items. You are trying to multitask and do this, but I find the coffee grind the coffee grinding to be a waste of time because you have you know roughly two to three and a half minutes depending on how good you were in the earlier rounds to make this run. So turkeys, hams, garden hoses, diapers. Garden uh, hoses? Garden hoses, right. Never seen one of those in a supermarket <laughs> except on Supermarket Sweep. Um, and the big blocks of cheese. Like those are your big money items. You can go through and get um, you know, baby formula and, and some medicine and stuff. Uh, and then every once in a while there's a, a magazine challenge where they're like, Ooh. hey, these are the four magazines we want you to grab off the magazine rack. I, I think it's worth it because you can get a bit, about $200 for that, uh, for completing that task. 
but you got to be quick. Like you can't go just looking around. Like you you ha- you can't spend more than fifteen seconds on it. So if you're not getting in the first fifteen seconds, you got to bail. Do they penalize you if you uh, grab magazines that aren't in the challenge? I don't. They don't. They just don't give you the bonus. And, then I mean, why I just, wouldn't like, you just dump all the magazines in your basket? I believe. I believe you're penalized for having extra items and for stuff that gets knocked on the floor. You. It is twenty five dollars per item knocked on the floor that you don't put back. Huh. Yeah. There's a real politeness element oh. to supermarket sweep. It's what's the most civilized game show. It is. They're not. You, you don't get to go around just making an ass out of yourself in a supermarket. You're wearing a yellow sweater. You got a name tag. Like you have to represent. <laughs> All right. So, question for you because this is an NBA show. Uh, people are always asking about the ideal NBA jam lineups. Okay. What are the dream supermarket sweep lineups of NBA players? Like Oof. a two man, um, a two man, like squad. a two man teammates. Yeah, I gotta go John Wall because uh, he's fast, right? Uh-huh. And then, ooh, so you're gonna want someone. You're gonna want someone who can really thrive under pressure, still be a leader, and, and have a high IQ to uh, to kind of figure out the 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 bonus round where you can win five thousand dollars by. You know, the trivia. See, when wanted... you said John Wall, I was like, oh, John Wall's old teammate, JaVale McGee. He can grab the high stuff really easily. And then you said all that other stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh, not JaVale McGee. <laughs> so I think, like, Chris, I think Chris Paul would be good up until a certain point. But, like, once you didn't get that the rhyme of the question was, like, Jiffy Pop or something, like, mm-hmm. he would, like, the whole thing would go under. <laughs> he um, would end up, he would end up just screaming at, Supermarket sweep host David Ruprecht the entire time, correct? Oh, absolutely. He just, just be whining and like, yelling missed. at him. Yeah. Well, like, and if his word scramble, like if his teammates screwed up a word scramble, he would just be stewing for the remainder of the show. And like, even maybe like because they have to switch places at the podium. That seems like the moment when Chris Paul is like throwing elbows, uh, bumping a guy real hard into the podium, or he or he flops. He feels some contact yeah, and just yeah. flails. And they're like, it's it's your own teammate, Chris. This is a timed event. What are you doing? So I yeah, I think I think you have to go point guard, point guard here. Um, so I'm gonna go John Wall, and then I guess I'm gonna go Steph Curry. Mm. I'm a little oh, worried. He's, uh, he spends a lot of time in grocery stores too, according to Dwayne Wade. Time right, in, right, exactly. Ton of time but in grocery see, stores. I feel Aisha like Curry's he's a cook. Sp- See, I feel like Steph Curry's going to spend too much time checking if things are organic and free-range because Aisha, that's how Aisha taught him how to shop. But how expensive is organic food? That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. And plus, like, all right, you can trust him to run to the hams. You can have the shopping cart elsewhere. Oh, yeah, And he's, he's going he's gonna to drain it, you know. From <laughs> he can bomb those away. gold foil hams from oh. across the supermarket. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's it's just easy money for him. So I think he can cover a lot more ground. I'm a little worried that like he'll get caught up at the checkout counter where there's like a Christian rap CD, um, you know, for sale. <laughs> I'm a little worried that that will distract him. But I think John, I think John can keep him focused. Yeah, that sounds about right. As a Steph Curry fan, I, I yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. I mean, <laughs> and you could go like someone like Giannis because of the reach and everything. But the, I mean, these these aisles are like it's not a Costco. 
Like you don't have to right. go high up the racks, you know? Plus, Giannis is going to spend too much time buying items to make his perfect smoothie. Right. Uh, and fruit, that's just not enough money. It's not. <laughs> no, have you tried to buy raspberries lately? It's like two for five dollars. Like it's it's so cheap. Um. So what other? So I want to ask you. Supermarket sweep. We have a show similar to it now called Guys Grocery Games. Now you would think that <laughs> that I would be upset. Uh huh. At bastardizing the great spirit of supermarket sweep. That's this is what I was going to ask you. <laughs> you would think that. And it's not a it's not a bad assumption because, you know, I I take supermarket sweep very seriously. It's my favorite game show of all time. I think Shop Till You Drop can like go fuck itself. Like I, you know, <laughs> like I like I'm I I have a very strong feeling. But once you introduce that guy Fieri into the into the equation, mm-hmm. you certainly are. I watch I watch guy. an unhealthy amount of guys grocery games because I do I love cooking competitions mm-hmm. I love me some supermarket sweep which it, it sort of does a little bit and uh, and I like I like the Fieri so what would happen to the supermarket sweep contestants if they had to cook the food that they bought Ooh, um, like how how do you cook a garden hose well, I mean, you have to. It's you got to chop it up. You you really got to like Julianne style that garden hose because that's going to be a tough thing to put down. Right, yeah, maybe if you have it. like a mandolin, that would be right. helpful. <laughs> right, it, like mixing it with baby formula and and coffee grind, like that's tough. All right, we also we have some listener questions for you. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. First off, someone wants to know what your strategy would be on supermarket sweep. Okay, I'm going straight to the... I think you got to do the big ticket items first. So you go you go the hams, you do the turkeys, you do the, uh, the big blocks of cheese, and then you fill... and then you get the diapers. Um, diapers. And that, yeah, diapers are big, big item there, um, and so that's gonna fill that's gonna fill up your cart immediately. On your way back, grab a bonus item like one of those oversized mayonnaise, you know, whatever they have, or like a, a Kit Kat bar, um, those big inflatable ones. You grab that on the way back. You push the cart back into the, you know, into the return area. You get a new cart, and then I think you're going, um, you're going baby formula. You're going myth. Uh, go check out the magazine rack if you have that challenge in there. Um, you're going to hit up like the pots and pans. Um, you're going to go through, and then I, you know, you kind of want to get, you know, cleaning like industrial cleaning products that like a liquid plumber and stuff like that. Like I, I think that's the way to go. And then no, you wouldn't spend any extra time on the magazine challenge. It's got to be in and out in 15 seconds. Like you got to, you got to know what's, you know, obviously know what you're grabbing. And if you, I would say like within, if you don't find the first one within four seconds, maybe then you even bail because you just can't, you just don't have that much time to to spend on it. All right. Yeah, you got to. Joey, did you ever imagine that you would go on the show Supermarket Sweep? I didn't have cable growing up, so it was a show I would only watch like 
when we were at a hotel on sure. vacation. Uh, but I was more of like a Legends of a Hidden Temple man. That was my dream, my dream game show as a kid. Great show. Yeah. I always want. I always wanted one of those kids just to like kick one of those like temple ghouls in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> that show um, probably led to the most child meltdowns because of how frustrating <laughs> all the puzzles were. Sometimes right. you would see a kid at the end just like straight up quit with fifteen or twenty seconds to go, just start dogging it and hating it. Well, the other Nickelodeon game show that was impossible to win was Nick Arcade. Oh, oh yeah. I love Nick Arcade. When they'd quote-unquote put you in a video game, but really it was a kid standing in front of a green screen staring at a monitor trying to figure out, like, it was impossible to win. It, the host also just made up songs all oh, the time. Oh, right. dude. But My it confused song... the actual... <laughs> Like, what they were supposed to be doing sometimes when the kid would be my, like, wait, you sang those instructions. Could you say them to me instead? My favorite song that guy made up, my college roommate Reed and I were watching it at, like, one time. Because Nickelodeon used to have this <laughs> this channel called Gas, which was the Games and Sports Network. And they'd just re-show all that shit. And one time he watched a kid, like, win handily and then he sang I wouldn't want to fight that dude (laughs) (laughs) some of the Nickelodeon kids were very difficult to understand like I still don't really know what wild and crazy kids was even I think it was just a I think it was just a lawsuit (laughs) (laughs) it was an excuse to hang out with Omar Gooding yeah star of the hit ESPN show Playmakers. <laughs> Those, right, that's, that's the key. If you have a cable sports show, you need to cast the relative of a much more successful actor. Uh, <laughs> as Denzel Washington's son has proved on Ballers. Yeah, oh, and also like the career of Eric Roberts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that last my, question. My that. friend, by the way, once saw Eric Roberts having dinner in Los Angeles. And, God, tell uh, me, please tell me it was at an Applebee's. It was. I don't remember the restaurant, but it was. Uh, it was one that had like. Uh, it was a bread bowl type table, okay. and my friend couldn't get over, like, like that Eric Roberts just. I mean, clearly he was just hungry, but his he was just like, ah, oh, there's there's Roberts. He's going into the bread bowl again. What's he doing? Eric Roberts is back in the basket. And afterwards, he was like, you know, it makes sense. Eric Roberts never turns down a roll. So (laughs) (laughs) there's a chance if if there is a movie on the sci-fi network, there's a 90 percent chance Eric Roberts is in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I like I like him in those things where it's like he's a bad guy who's been come out of parole and then like there'll be a long scene where he's just depositing the check he received for doing the movie and they're like, Well, we only had him for two days, so here's a question. Do Eric Roberts and Harry Hamlin just hate each other now? Because it seems like they're constantly competing for the same C plus roles. I mean, now? Yeah. I now. think it's been a long-standing feud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
That last question, by the way, I didn't read it the whole way. It was from at R.A. Reed, and it says, Supermarket Sweep was so lit. Would you grab meat first? What would your shopping strategy be? We went over that. My next question is from at Trey Cool X, and it's, if LeBron and Dwayne Wade were competing on Supermarket Sweep, who gets to the sea bass first, Zach? <laughs> oh, I think it's LeBron because I think Dwayne Wade would fall and be out for the next, you know, yeah. two and a half minutes of the three-minute run they have. <laughs> Just like, well, you you didn't get any of the bonuses, Dwayne, but uh, your Instagram feed is full of passive-aggressive comments about the other shoppers, so... <clears throat> Man, I would love to see the reboot at a Whole Foods because, like the the scale of everything would just be off the charts. Well, and they used to do they used uh, to do a challenge where, um, like, sometimes they had a challenge at a frozen yogurt machine where you had to do a certain um, layering of the frozen yogurt, so it'd have to be like strawberry in the bottom, vanilla in the middle, chocolate on top, or whatever. Um, and so, like, trying to do that with like the nuts. <laughs> Like the mixed nuts at a, at a Whole Foods would be just an absurd task. Yeah, you gotta make you gotta make the perfect trail mix. I'm like, oh no, there's gluten in that. You lose five hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our last question specifically for you, Zach, is from my old college roommate Reed, who I used to watch Nick Arcade with at three in the morning. And it's not supermarket sweep related, but I do think you're going to appreciate it. Okay. What two NBA players would be the best candidates for the face swap surgery from Face Off? Oh, um, now you know there was a body type issue between Travolta and Cage, mm-hmm. right? That seemed to just get magically fixed. It doesn't seem to matter. Big baby JJ Barea. That's my. <laughs> Yeah, is there, there's a point when, like, they start getting suspicious, but then his relationship with the guys on the Celtics gets way better. So right. So he's, like, reaching out to Ray Allen, like, I don't know why you were so mad. And then, meanwhile, uh, the net, the, the Mavericks' third-string point guard suddenly gains 45 pounds. Yeah, he's just eating a turkey at halftime. <laughs> See, my answer was going to be Eddie House and Anthony Randolph. <laughs> like what would eddie house do if he had that body instead uh he'd be a like 10 time mvp i think (laughs) if if anthony randolph had uh had eddie house's body he'd be you know a a valet or something (laughs) he'd be the most surly valet in town yeah he'd be you know (laughs) like an assistant manager at the Banana Republic. <laughs> All right. I'd uh, love to see a Dwight Howard Tristan Thompson switcheroo. <laughs> I don't I there's something, you know, the whole don't cross the streams. You throw Dwight Howard into the Kardashian mix. I think that's just a disaster. <laughs> All right. Sean, do you want to uh do our ad read here yeah we got a quick ad read uh we have a new sponsor this week it's for animals it is from former nba player and big three star jerome williams and it's called the junkyard dogs junkie dog yards the best place to board your dog 
Oh man, they get so many boards. You got a dog? You like jump junk? Come to the junkyard dogs, junky dog yards. Let your dog bump bodies in the paint. Our dog trainers aren't the most skilled, but they're very enthusiastic. Plus, now the Junkyard Dogs Junkie Dog Yards has acquired Antoine Carr's Big Dog Park for Big Dogs, <laughs> Glenn Robinson's Big Dog Run for Medium Dogs, and Glenn Robinson III's Actual Dogs. They've got the biggest, junkiest dog yards of all dog yards. Act now and they'll throw in a dog or a Chinese boat. Just go to Junkyard Dogs Junkie Dog Yards dot com slash dunk dog dash junk dot biz and sign up today all right thank you <laughs> junkyard dogs junkie dog yards thank you junkyard dogs junkie dog yards for keeping uh uh keeping the mobile? lights on i don't know yeah i don't know yeah keeping the lights on all right we've got one last thing to do and that is of course plug zach's show two more times Zach, <laughs> when is this show going to be? Oh, you mean the Run It Back show that's at the yeah. Hollywood Improv? That's uh, August 8th, 10 p.m. in the uh, the old main room of the Hollywood Improv. Oh, how much are tickets? $20. Oh, that's a steal. That, it seems pay, like a steal. I would pay up to $75. You would think, like, all right, a basketball writer watching Supermarket <laughs> Sweep with a crowd, that's got to be $150, right? Yeah. No, $20. Amazing. There is a, I do, like, you know, the improv, and, and I take this very seriously as well, um, there is a limit of just 20 tickets at a time to purchase, because you, you don't want people to get screwed on the secondary market. Yeah. I mean, I am definitely scalping these tickets, now that I learned that they're $20. I have put $2,000 aside. Wow. To scalp these tickets. I'm going to sell them for up to $250 each. That's amazing. <laughs> it's going to be like a Lonzo Ball Summer League game. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Zach, we play a game every week called What Are They Doing Right Now? Earlier this week, with Sean Heiken, we played What Is Rajon Rondo Doing Right Now? And the people have answered, and it turns out he's playing 64 games of Connect Four at the same time. So He is connecting again, 256. <laughs> Once again, I'm the winner. Fly the W, Dubberoo. I'm three and two. Congratulations to me. Uh, but this week's question, it's very up your alley, I think, Zach. Uh, we're going to play, what is Supermarket Sweep host David Ruprecht doing right now? Ooh. And can I, I'll give you a little bit of background on Ruprecht. Like, yes, he's known for his game show hosting. He hosted Supermarket Sweep for, what, 27 years? Um, and then he also hosts a lot of live game shows at casinos. Like, you can see him in Las Vegas hosting The Price is Right live. Uh, he's also <laughs> an actor. In the series finale of Three's Company, he mar he plays the guy who marries Janet. Um, he's he's okay. also appeared in True Blood, uh, I guess... They did a supermarket vampire. sweep episode of True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Suki uh, goes. All they buy is uh, raw meat, though, and they're like, eh, "There's a limit to these." It's just him yelling, like, "There's a five-item limit." <laughs> Come on, you guys! 
Uh, he also starred in the TV movie The Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. So this is basketball related. Uh, he plays <laughs> for whatever. I don't know why this was a character in the show, but he plays Thurston Howell the third son, Thurston Howell sure. the fourth. Okay. So Ruprecht has done a lot. He's also, uh, yeah, that's 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 the David Ruprecht background. Um. So what do I think he's doing right now? Yeah, right this moment. What do you think he's doing? He is in a 10 items or less lane, and he is arguing <laughs> that five hams, five garden hoses, and five giant blocks of cheese are just three items. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what do you think Supermarket Sweep host David Ruprecht is doing right now? Uh, I think he is working his job, which is sweeping up at a supermarket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, I think he's currently purchasing tickets to the Run It Back show. Oh, Oh, wow. I know know where my boat's going. Do you think he's on the phone with a guy and just like... Pleading his case, me like, come on! I just got, I got seven friends that love this and they want to go. Can I just buy more than five? And they're like, yeah, you can buy up to twenty tickets. And he's just not hearing them. And he's like, I know this. I could get, I could get a friend to buy it by proxy. Uh, what if I picked up an inflatable Zach Harper? Would that get me a bonus ticket? And they're like, just, just give us your credit card, sir. Uh, <laughs> My only, my only goal—I mean, other than still avoiding having a real job—my only goal out of this Run It Back show is is to be a producer on the reboot of Supermarket Sweep on Lifetime <laughs> three years from now. Fuck that! Host it. Aim to host yeah. it, Zach. Oh, I would never. I would absolutely bring back David Ruprecht. Well, how do you how do you feel about uh, this? Seems to be a trend. What about a gritty reboot of Supermarket oh. Sweep? Like okay, like you've got to win, but also save the supermarket from like evil developers. Maybe, um, I don't. I'm I'm trying to think of how that gritty reboot would work. Maybe the supermarket oh, see, see, sells I, I, guns. Right when you said gritty reboot, I thought like just instead of David Ruprecht, we had like Ron Perlman as the host. <laughs> but you're <laughs> you're, you're updating the store. I get it. Just, just like it's a lot meaner the whole time. Like, oh, right? It's just like, man, this ah, guy. this guy's getting diapers. What's he thinking? <laughs> what you, like, what are you doing, Ron Perlman? He's like, those Hellboy checks aren't what they used to be. <laughs> I was on Sons of Anarchy, but I also secretly have many sons that I have to financially support. <laughs> guys so that's our show uh listeners look out for that poll uh what is david ruprecht doing right now is he sweeping a supermarket uh arguing that five hams five garden hoses and five turkeys are actually three items or purchasing tickets to the run it back show eight on august 8th at the improv um sean anything you want to plug uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, it's out on Friday. I'll be at the uh, headlining comedy at the Sonoma County Fair Ooh. in beautiful Sonoma, California. On Love Friday. Sonoma. 
and then uh, comes to the business every Monday at Little Joy. Uh, it has been packed all summer, so come in and check it out and say hi and watch some comedy. And Zach, anything you want to plug? Well, you know, you can you can read my basketball writing at fanragsports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at TalkHoops, and I feel like there was one other thing. Uh, oh, yeah, you can come see the Run It Back show at the Hollywood Improv August 8th at 10 p.m. Tickets are on sale for just $20, not $150, $20. What? Oh, that's amazing. Uh, and as always, uh, for me... You can follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where I haven't tweeted anything interesting in a while, so I went back for an oldie but a goodie, and that is, on 12-11-2015, I tweeted, I always realize I don't have many friends when I need a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sad but accurate. Man, my favorite Uh, one was when he ranked all the Malcolm in the Middle characters in order of likability <laughs> and put Malcolm last. Yeah, he's a real bummer, that guy. Oh, I mean, I'm a real bummer, that guy. Yeah. Right. Um, guys, that's been our show. Go see Los Angeles. If you don't live in Los Angeles, go see Run It Back. It's worth. It's going to be worth the trip. Fly in! Why not? Yeah. Fly in, you know, put yourself up in the Ritz. Like, really treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as always, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.